Hey, Brian. What's up? Uh, I've just been seeing a lot of people give to charities lately, so I'm trying to fit in, but I can't find one that I get anything out of. Um, are you looking for something more than the intrinsic happiness you get from helping others? Yes, yes. I'm dead inside, so I want something tangible. Let's put a pin in that, uh, but I think I have something for you. Have you heard of Hope Clothing here in Kansas City? I have not, but it does sound super cool and hip even. It is. They work with KC tattoo artists who design shirts that benefit local Kansas City charities like Greenworks and Rosebrooks. They even plant a tree for every shirt sold to help the world stop burning. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> Sounds like I'm going to be paying like $100 for a shirt, though. Way less. In fact, if you use promo code DEBATE10 at checkout, you can save an additional 10%. Uh, I've heard enough. Where can I find these kick-ass shirts? Easy. HopeClothingKC.com. They even offer free shipping. Uh, where? HopeClothingKC.com. Right, but where is that? The internet. Oh, Nice! Okay, that's the end of the bit. HopeClothingKC.com. The promo code is DEBATE10. This is Debates on Tap. It is good. <laughs> it's very good. Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. It's whatever. fine. It's fine. So as I've been driving through the parking lot, mm-hmm. been seeing a few cars, more than a handful of cars that have yellow streaks on them from eating that goddamn pole. So I'm not the only one that is furious and people are still oh, parking yeah. on the sides where they're forced to go betwixt the pole and a car tightly. It's a very frustrating situation. Keep calling to a tow truck. You know I will. I know. One after another, man. I'm going to... Where I'm going to get this whole lot towed, so I'll just have the whole thing to myself. Or just get a parking pass so you can park in the parking lot. Of that your- doesn't that again. That doesn't solve the problem of people parking over on the side, does it? Because I'll still have to. I can't park there because go, that's where you have to drive. Go backwards in the exit, and then you're fine. Then I have to turn around and no, park like an asshole. Go backwards. Up. The you exit. want me to back around the corner i know where the death pole is the exit the exit that's the exit go up the exit backwards why should i have to drive backwards up an exit when these people these heathens these savages can't just not park where i have to fight and every other car has to fight to not hit a yellow pole how about that how about you just park there then you're the problem i because i am the problem in other ways i'm loud I'm angry, and I call tow trucks. That's how I contribute to being a problem. They're contributing to be a problem passively by parking too far away from a wall. Okay. Whew. And another thing. No, this is debates on tab. This is a podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm oh, I'm Brian. I'm Brendan, and I'm getting Brian mad. Vargas. <laughs> That's like a that's a streak for you now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Get them fired up. You don't have to try. I know. And yet here we are with you trying. What makes you think I'm trying? If I was trying to get you fired up, it would take one second. It, are, Jaywalking. Ah, ah, oh, I see his red. There, there he goes. There he goes. What do you? Let me uh, let me touch on your phone. I want to rub on your phone. Give me it. No, it's research. <laughs> You're just now researching? I've been researching. He's got a physical book 
and you are just touching your sausage phone. <laughs> so? I just, I don't know. This book looks like it was printed back in 1910. It thinks that manatees aren't real. Ergo. It does not think that. That's it, what it, it thinks sugar gliders are a chupacabra. 2003. BC, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> calling sugar gliders chupacabras. How does that make you feel, guy? Not Wait. looking good for you. Him. We All haven't right. even started. Yeah, but have we started? You're starting in a ditch. You're you're got to climb your way out of that hole. It's not great. I'm having a great time. Have I told you how caked up you're looking in them pants? Mm. Boy, thick. Earlier when you were washing your hands and your lat was popping, I was like, God damn. Shit. See, you both just went up, so you're still down because <laughs> you both just want to equal amounts on my weakness. <laughs> your weakness. Yeah, my weakness of hearing compliments for myself. Nice. What's on tap, Vargas, you asked? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's Flynn's Irish Red from Public House. What? What? That's the start. We started a long time ago, when back when I said, welcome to Debates on Tap. Right. Okay. Continue. This is a good episode already. I was curious what was on tap. This is on... Well, I'll answer your question now. It's Flynn's Irish Red from Public House in St. James. Uh, and I figure this episode comes out decently close to St. Patrick's Day. So in the I same mean, month. in the so. same month, it's two weeks from St. Patrick's Day, but it's the only debates on tap before St. Patrick's Day. That's true. So I went with an Irish red to celebrate extremely early with this uh, delicious Irish red from, again, Public House in St. James. Not bad. It's a black can with a sticker. So Vargas, you're proved. <laughs> Boom. This is delicious. I, reds are so good. I, I, I enjoy good red. And this is really good. Speaking of good red, that shirt looks good on you. Did you get that? Uh, did you get that bad boy? HopeClothingKC.com. Oh, sounds like they should sponsor this show. Okay, and now uh, we'll take a break and we'll cut in the ad, and then uh, what do we do next? Now you tell us what's new, Vargas. <laughs> uh, let's see what's new with me. I can't believe this is the energy we're bringing to this episode. What do you mean? We've well, had, what's new with you? You want to kick it up? We've had a couple beers. Uh, me personally? Yes. Uh, you. I've been watching a show on Netflix called Pandemic. It is a show about... No, that's a board game. Uh, yeah. It's a show on Netflix. It's also a documentary series on Netflix about how the <laughs> flu is going to kill us all. It is very good. Uh, As a doctor. Yeah. Do you believe them? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's other doctors saying, this is going to kill us. Oh, no. Is it the coronavirus? No. Well, corona is technically a, f- a cold. It, it's in the f- cold family. It's a respiratory virus. <sighs> It's so in your chest. No. I'm bored already. No, no, no. It's in your chest. You got to pay attention because you were drinking Coronas before you got here. Yeah, right. So, so, but yeah, so basically Pandemic, it's on Netflix. I encourage everyone to watch it because it's very, very good. It talks about how, uh, basically how we are not adapted at all to survive the flu. The flu is a very dangerous mm-hmm. thing that you should get vaccinated against because it helps Oh, the lot. flu, like the flu flu. The flu. The flu. Oh. And how uh, back in like, you know, Almost 100 years ago, which is not that long in human... When this book was published. When this book was published, when manatees were not real. Just 100 years ago, which is not that long ago in human history, the Spanish flu killed like 100 million people. Yeah, sorry. Jesus Christ. Which is a lot of people. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so it's it's insane. So, uh, I again, I encourage everyone to watch this show because it uh, basically talks about... um, how the flu is extremely dangerous, talks to many doctors, many, many uh, epidemiologists and things like that who study these type of diseases and flus and things like that, as well as there's a series where they start talking to anti-vaxxers. Oh. 
Oh, and God. Uh, it is infuriating. So, uh, so yeah. So they got a point. You know, <laughs> vaccines cause what is it? Cancer? What are they thinking? Autism. About? Autism. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so <laughs> that's a real thing. A yeah, real I know thing. they, and that's based on a lot of bad science, but yes, but they believe that. And the, the woman they highlight in the series, uh, she believes, uh, that essentially going to the doctor is like, uh, a choice essentially. And she believes that like your bodies can build up your own immunities, which is not true. And then it could also, uh, like it is your choice to get an immunity and go to the doctor. Wait, not you can't build up. I've been licking sidewalks for nothing. <laughs> in fairness to her, it is a choice to go to the doctor. It is a choice to go to the doctor, and but she's instilling in her kids, which she has like six of them. That of course she does. <laughs> of course she's got a hundred children. Yeah, Martin Luther he only had four, I think. Yeah, yeah. But she has to have she's, six. Yeah, she's got a hundred, and they're all in front of me at Walmart. Yes. You know what I mean? And so she basically believes that like getting an, a vaccine is akin to like consent and like sex and like people she equates it to her kids getting an immunity is like someone asking to touch your no-no zone and it's like that's not the same thing at all so these so it's one of those things that she's instilling in her kids that is this, she this is the same thing and this isn't a, this isn't meant to be a dig is she yep. is she doing this from a christian standpoint nope. or a holistic a holistic yeah she's more holistic she's because there's the she's lives like northwest sounds area. like her her brain's got some holistics in it <laughs> nice dude you got her she what, listens. What do you believe it? Uh, so yeah, pandemic. Please, please watch it. Yeah, honestly, please watch it. Especially if also you're, wash your hands. Yeah, I mean that's a good one. Uh, uh, cough into your elbow. I'm looking at you. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm looking at you. I always cough into my elbow. Ooh, <laughs> not when I'm around. You cough right into my mouth. <laughs> I uh, uh, we've talked about this band before, and it actually popped into my head because of the subject matter of today's episode. But Crowbot in late yeah. in August of 2019, nice. they released a new album called Mother Brain. Nice, um, and it's really good. And I, I forgot about it, but the two singles I heard off of it, um, Low Life and and something else I can't and remember. Sugar right Glider. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's the other animal that doesn't exist oh, yet, bad. according to this bad. book. But the uh, really good. Really good rock and roll, and I suggest everyone go listen to Crowbot. They have a song called Chupacabra, which is apropos. That's why I was thinking. Do they it. legitimately have a song called yeah. Chupacabra? Yeah. Have you not heard it? I mean, it's really good. It, Crowbot's one of those bands that we saw them live that one time, and I was like, I've probably heard all these songs, but couldn't didn't know it was a Crowbot song. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, gosh, listen more Crowbot, and then I'm now I'm well, yeah, Crowbot. <laughs> go listen to Mother Brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it's good. But uh, yeah, that's that's my thing. Apropos for today. You? Oh, that's it. Yeah, uh, I've been playing the Division Two and Assassin's Creed. Oh, uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, I've heard Odyssey is phenomenal. It's super fun. Yeah, it's the uh, Greek one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first Assassin's Creed. I I have Origins also. The yeah. the Egyptian one. That's the Egyptian. Yeah. Uh, and that was cool. Uh, this is the first one that's actually like drawing me into the story though. Yes, and uh, I've heard. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like since. Like Origins and then Odyssey, like they've started adding like a ton more like RPG and then like yeah. uh, like weapons can scale and things like that. Yeah, which is super interesting. Yeah, so if you find like a like a weapon you like, you can just level it up. Yes, so you don't have to like that's, ditch it. That's interesting. But yeah, it's it's basically just like an action RPG now, right. which mm-hmm. plays a lot better than I play the original Assassin's Creed. You know when it came out, yeah, I played. I played a few of them. I played like ten minutes of that game, and was like, "Oh, this is just it over and over again, <laughs> huh? This is the one thing yeah. you do in this game." And it was mm-hmm. not great. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, and I didn't play an Assassin's Creed game until um, I think I got 
uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag for free somehow. Black Flag is so good. And I, I love Brendan played that forever. I played yeah. that because you could just a pirate. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> there's a hundred islands you could just go and explore. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, sign I, me up. Yeah, I played that and I was like, oh, this is, you know, it was good, yeah. but it just wasn't like, you know, right, the, again, right. the gameplay loop was like, yeah. Ugh. Um, but yeah, uh, Origins and specifically Odyssey are really good. And then the, uh, the Division 2 was like $3 right. on PlayStation. So mm-hmm. I got it. And that one's, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Great. Right. Uh, Cause it's the same action RPG, but in present day shooting. And with guns. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I have a type apparently. And less parkour. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Almost none, I would say. Nice. Brendan, did you ever play Sid Meier's Pirates? Yes, way, way back in the day. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd like that a lot. Yeah, I I mean, pirate games are so much fun. And that's what, whenever that, uh, the game that Rare made for the Xbox One that came out. Yeah, you almost bought an Xbox One. Sea of Thieves. Thieves. I literally almost bought an Xbox One just for that game. Because that was more like MMO pirates, right? Yes, it was. And then the more it came out, the more, like the base game was, people were like, yeah, it's fine, but there's not a lot to do much like these games of service games are. And now I've heard it's, it's phenomenal, but it's like, I'm getting married, so I have to. What? I have to run a lot of things by people before I can buy them. Vargas we allow you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just because you're getting married doesn't mean we won't let you play games <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Hey, what did we do last time? Last time I watched some Star Trek. Yeah, you did. And this, I don't want to dive too much into Star Trek until ne- this next episode because I want to talk to you more about Star Trek. And it's pointing at me. You're yeah, not allowed in next episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You can, I guess you can watch. You can it. listen. No mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> next episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah not not. This, unmute yourself. Um. So yeah. So I asked the boys last time to give me an episode of Star Trek that would make me binge the binge the uh, series and things like that. Um. I picked Vargas, which was uh, what was it? Measure of Man. Measure Man, and then Brian's was Q Who because I just I just watched Q Who. He'll be saying Q who after he loses again. I'm actually gonna oh. stick with Vargas. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> Double flip. <laughs> uh, it's fascinating because yes, like Measure Man is a, a phenomenal episode about like um, uh, basically of this weird like, and I I love like the tropes of the whole thing and whatever. But uh, but this like random commander comes on. He's yep. just like, I'm gonna take data and study him. And everyone's kind of like, okay, that seems weird. Then I love like they sit down with him. They ask about his plan. Data's like, that's not gonna work. And everyone's like, yeah, probably not. Yeah. So in and, and it, it's fascinating. Like it's a really cool like just trial episode about like is data a person? Does he have a, a soul basically and all this stuff? And then uh, I love how at the end like Pat Picard like slam dunks it, and and then like the commander's just like. Yeah, I guess Data is a person yeah. and just walks off. Yeah. It's like, I forget that, like, much like we talked about, like, this isn't like an overarching storyline. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so this guy just fucks off and he's 42 just like, minutes. It's all yeah. you need. Yeah. <laughs> and then Q Who is an episode where Q, who is a, a race of uh, omnipresent, omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipotent uh, <laughs> aliens who can do anything they want. So basically, Q, who uh, Picard, uh, has encountered a few times and and I love as soon as Picard realized it's Q he's like go fuck yourself and take me back to my ship like yeah. fuck you get the fuck off my get out of, get me out of here and Q of course is just like no you need me so Q basically wants to be on the Enterprise he petitions to be on the Enterprise 
And since Picard's like, no, dude, like we don't like, no one likes you. Like even Whoopi Goldberg hates your goddamn guts. We're not going to let you be on the Enterprise. He says, okay, flings them like a, a multiple 7,000 7, light, light years away to show them the dangers of their mission in space and how they can't handle it without someone like you. So they encounter the Borg. And I will say that like the whole lead up, it was much like the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood situation where like the whole like start of it, I was like, this is really fucking good. Like I'm really into it. And then it just ends. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just like, and, and again, it's one of those things like, again, it's like the board come up later and I'm familiar, familiar with that. But the episode with measure of man really made me want to like go back and dive into like all the relationships with the characters. Whereas like Q who was a good app. Ep- it was a great episode, but the fact that it's just like Picard goes, yeah, we need you. And Q goes, okay. And just like, <laughs> Just go. I need to like, hear get it. them back to like where they where they yeah. go, and, and it's interesting and fine, and I, it's just it's just weird. So I've been watching more Star Trek, and this is what I want to talk to you later about. Um, but I'm sticking with Measure of a Man because it, it, both of the episodes are phenomenal, and there's great Star Trek and really great things about it. Um, but I think Measure of a Man is really like a really nice little piece of like just a Star Wars or Star Trek story that can get you into Star Trek. And that's what I would say. The biggest flaw of Measure of a Man is they never actually find out how tall Data is. <laughs> you can oh, keep, they don't. They you don't can measure. keep that one. Yeah, they don't use it for later if you'd like. Him. Well, I mean, I'm assuming what's who's the lady he fucks all the time? Tasha Yari, Tasha Yari. Tasha? Data, Data has sex with that lady. What? What? It's like the joke in the episode because Data's got a wiener. Yeah, like that's that's the whole thing. Like like he has like the crystallized like hologram of the lady. And Picard's like, do you know this lady? He's like, I don't want to get into how I know her. Because it's like, because she died. Yeah. Tasha, but, Tasha no, but died. they had a relationship. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and yeah, like yeah. data basically talks about how like they didn't fuck. I oh, mean, they, they fucked <laughs> data fucked everybody in Star Trek fucks, <laughs> but data, fucks. especially Riker. Well, yeah. Have you seen the way he slings his leg <laughs> yeah, over a chair? Over that chair? But no, that's the whole thing is like, yeah, that I think that's like, Picard basically presents it as like a way to be like, this is your human connection with another person. Yeah. And then he doesn't want to talk about it. Sure. Because she does die. But then she comes back like later and stuff. It's like that. look. Yeah. Star Trek. Star Trek is nuts. But then like I, I insinuates that they had a big relationship, yeah. a very intimate relationship. And I think that's really interesting. And I want to imagine Android fucking. So sue me. <laughs> they make those now. This is McCoy's pubic house red. <laughs> pubic house. But this time, okay, hey, I'm just happy the real winner is Brendan because now you get more Star Trek. And we're going to talk about it next episode, so buckle up. If you don't like Star Trek, don't listen to next episode. What's really going to upset you is that technically my dad also won because he chose Measure uh-huh, of a Man uh-huh, as well. Uh-huh. Can we start the recording over? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, yeah. I, I, and again, it, it's very telling that Gary picked that episode as well as many other good episodes. But yeah, that, it's, it's awesome. It's good. I should have picked something from the animated series. I told you, man. <laughs> I wanted to challenge myself a little bit because yeah. Vargas is less versed than anyway. Well, I've seen like six episodes. Measure Man was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so this time mm-hmm. I asked you guys to give me the coolest, what I would think the coolest cryptid is. Right. And I see Vargas brought a science book. Manatees aren't real. Yeah. Nor are seals. Or there fur was a, seals. Sugar gliders. Yeah, there was a bat in there. Yeah, just wait till you hear what his actual thing is. Yeah, I can't wait. It's wait, the it's the duct you, tape. Or you go first because I can't wait for this. Me go first. Oh wait, you want me to go first? It's up to you. Oh, Brian, who goes first? Uh, Brendan. Yes, my 
cryptid I'm going to pick for you that I think is going to be right up your alley. I think it's the coolest. I've been obsessed with it forever is the motherfucking Jersey Devil. The Jersey uh, Devil. Bro, yeah. have you ever been to New Jersey? Uh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, there's hockey shit all over the place. <laughs> okay. You talk about not real. <laughs> I thought it was, isn't the Jersey Devil just the situation? <laughs> <laughs> Avoiding taxes? Is that what it is? <laughs> is that what it constitutes? You know? um, the Jersey Devil. Um Sightings go back to the 1700s. That's how long this this motherfucker has been alive. Um, the legend that the Jersey Devil starts as uh, Mother Leeds was having her 13th child. And That's too many. That's the spookiest one. And her husband was a drunkard. He didn't want to participate in having, you know, raising his kids and things like that. She was so exasperated about having another child. She raised her hands to the heavens, proclaimed, let this one be the devil. Ooh. And guess what happened? Uh, she went to labor a few months later on a on a stormy night. Yeah, uh, she forgot about the curse and she uttered just horrible things about her unborn child while she was having it. And as she had it, it, it came out normal, healthy baby boy. Don't all moms utter horrible things while they're having do. their this fucker? I think so. It's your kid. But within minutes, the baby started to transform into an aberration. Grew leathery wings, grew cloven hooves, grew a head that people are still debating about what it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> and then killed everyone in the house and then flew away, flapped his leathery ass wings and flew away. All 13 kids and mom? Well, 12. 12 kids. He was oh, the 13th. He was the, oh, the devil's the number. The devil's See? number. He's the spookiest it's kid. all coming together. Alistair Crowley. <laughs> Damien. He wasn't alive at this time. But. Um, so yeah, so I, I just think like the Jersey devil is just nuts. Like it resides in this place in New Jersey called the pine Barrens. that like it, it, history shows the pine Barrens are a dangerous place. Like that's where you go to, if you want to be stabbed oh, like, in by the, the woods, Jersey devil, by the Jersey devil or a resident of Jersey. But like, but the, it, this was a common place in like the 18, 1900s, early 18, 1900s where like bandits would just like set up shop and any like person who would go through with like goods and services they would just be robbed and killed basically and mm. like mobsters ditch their uh, dead bodies there right? yes correct so the pine so parents jersey devil could feed on them yes yeah, so, so, the, so the jersey devil is kind of a a, a a weird thing anyway or i'm sorry the pine barrens are a weird place anyway so you factor in this this flapping little goat thing flying around and it's it's scary like it's it's nuts so paint me paint me a picture real quick of a of the full-grown jersey devil full full-grown jersey devil yeah um you have Giant leathery wings. You have a long tail with a with the point on it, the devil tail. You have cloven hooves. Four or two? Uh, just two. Two. Uh, it has little arms. Apart from its wings. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's not like a bat. Its its wings are not connected to its hands, so its hands are able to grab people and kill them, etc. Um. People have actually talked about how its body looks like a kangaroo. I don't know what that because I think because of the arms Hold and the like yeah. how it's a long slender body. Are you telling me the Jersey Devil's got a pouch? Maybe it does. Maybe it has a little he baby can, baby devil. Can, <laughs> I have questions about this. Yeah. He can pick you up, snatch you up, put you in his pouch, fly you away. And then people say comfy. the face is like a goat face with like with horns. Basically. Goat head. Oh, that's isn't it, that's metal. It's metal. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think you would like the Jersey Devil so much. Um, the Jersey Devil since that 1700s has been. Um, seen multiple times by throughout this time. The most famous person who's ever seen the Jersey Devil is Napoleon Bonaparte's brother, who was in. <laughs> isn't that crazy? That's nuts, right? I thought you were going to say Napoleon. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Napoleon Bonaparte's brothers, sisters, cousins. Cousin twice Jersey removed Devil. saw the Jersey Devil. Um, no, he saw the Jersey Devil in like 1835 uh, or something like that, where basically he saw it flying overhead and was like, what the fuck is going on? And then he was called to a scene where um, a bunch of livestock had been killed, but there was no footprints or, or there was cloven footprints all over the place. Mm. So and yeah. cloven or split. They're like uh, uh, it's like a horse. Hoof. It's like a horse hoof. Oh, it's a little bit smaller, basically. Okay. It's like a goat. Wow. Um, so yeah, so people people talk about they drive Route Nine, which goes past the Pine Barrens in Jersey all a lot, and that's when they see the Jersey Devil the most. So people talk have crazy, interesting stories about like they'll be driving and they see something in the rear view mirror. They'll stop or they'll like be like, "What the fuck is that?" And then a giant figure lands behind them. Like a giant black figure <laughs> lands behind them and they'll just like fuck this and take off. Yeah, of course. Um, weirdnewjersey.com, the guy, this guy who wrote this whole thing that I'm kind of reading from, he's had instances where he's had encounters with the devil where he has one of the, uh, the, the car stories. He also has a thing where he um, knowingly camped in the Pine Barrens to like see if he Idiot. could find it and heard these like inhuman crazy screams and then something land outside of his. Uh, tent, yeah. So, by the way, pause. Have any of you actually heard a real goat scream? Because that shit's terrifying. Yeah, it sounds like a human. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, I just have you seen. Have you seen the video where they splice the goats into the Taylor Swift? Video oh my god! No, oh. yes, it is. We'll watch it later. Uh. <laughs> so before before we move to Vargas, real quick, unless right, you, do you have more? I mean, I have stuff. There's um, things like because I don't want you to think it's not real because the Jersey <laughs> Devil is real. Right, right, right. I know it's just undiscovered. Park rangers have seen this thing. Um, they've seen it flying past them. They've seen it in the air. They've also been called in 1980. Um, a chief ranger of a state forest, Alan McFarland, he was called to a farmer's house near Jenkins, New Jersey, where four pigs were dead inside their pen. Um, their back of their heads were ripped out and their brains were sucked out, but there was no footprints, no anything. So they have no idea what happened. Well, the whole thing with that, though, because I read about that, that was Yogi calling that park <laughs> ranger there so he could get picnic, ah, baskets. Yes. picnic baskets. Yes. So yes. my main thing, yeah. what I, what I want to know before we go to Vargas, I'm going to let you, like, I'm yeah. sure you have one, but I want you yeah. to remember it. I got you. What is the most terrifying or like biggest sighting that sticks out in your yeah, mind? I got you. Let's so then we can go to yeah, Vargas. Yeah, we'll go to Vargas. And I'm going to ask you the same thing at the end of yours. Okay. But what you got? Is it manatees? It's not manatees. Is it woman tees? No. It is the sugar glider. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute. They can fit right in your pocket. Uh, no, for mine, I'm going with a creature called the Mongolian death worm. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stick with me on this. Um, Hang uh, with him. Take, on, a, take another on. sip of beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me. You said Mongolian death worm. Yes. Now is this a, a giant, big, twelve <laughs> foot worm? It is, it is not a tremor. It's not. It's it, not a tremor. It's not a tremor. Okay. So I'll describe it to you first. Okay. Uh, Close your eyes. Small so like you, a worm. You nope. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw the, the picture of it in, in the book earlier. Uh, a lot of people say it's got like a mouth that can open like a beak, like a four-part... Oh, sure, you know, sure, right? yeah, yeah. Um, they say that it's about the thickness of a man's arm, and I'll say, probably not your arm, because that's probably a little too big around. Mm, I see what you're doing, uh, and I appreciate it. <laughs> but they say it's Noted. about, it's about you know, whatever it is, five or six inches around, seven, eight inches, whatever it is. Uh, it can grow up to five meters long. 
Which is like 15. 15 I was going to say, put the can, what, where are we? <laughs> put that shit in the feet. It's like 15 feet long, but not as big as your arm. Yeah. Ah, so it's tiny. Like, it's like 15 feet long, which is the size of another part of your body. <laughs> I see what you're doing again. Uh, and and it's it's blood red in color. That's the whole thing. Oh. So uh, the nomadic tribes of Mongolia have just said that it comes up in June or July, the hottest seasons. And again, why it's called the Mongolian deathworms. Uh, uh, reports kind of differ. A lot of the older reports say that it could kill a man with electricity, like through the ground. Um, but a lot of the more modern reports say that it actually bites or spits venom. And it can kill you like six to eight feet away just by spitting its venom. Uh, there's a story in this real book that I brought. Not, it's not from weirdmongolia.com. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a real book that I have. Yeah. Um, Manatees. <laughs> where a, a guy was out in the Gobi Desert. Gobi Desert? Yeah. Yeah, Gobi. Um, and he, he was with Gobi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was out with his buddy. And he saw like a worm out in front. He was like, what the fuck is that? And as soon as he turned What's around. What's this caterpillar doing out here? As soon as he turned around, his buddy was dead. And the horse that he was riding was also dead. And they saw another worm just like slinking away. So imagine something that can kill a horse from six to eight feet away and kill you before you even see it. What is the what does it kill? Does it feed on the bodies? What does it kill no, it's for? It's just a, it's a it's a I mean it, I'm assuming it kills the little prey, you know, rabbits and stuff that it could eat. If it's 15 feet long, why wouldn't it eat a man? Probably because it's only as round as your arm. Yeah, but you just take it in little chunks. <laughs> it's got a meal for a month. Little bites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the the reason I picked this is because I'm not. I'm not going to say the the Jersey Devil isn't real, but I would never say that. To me, something like a worm that lives in the middle of a big ass desert seems a lot more plausible. And I can that see can kill a man by looking at him, not looking at him. <laughs> well, well like, it would have to look at you and then spray its venom. <laughs> it looks at you, it takes its aim, then it sprays. I would simply tell the worm to get away from me. Shoo like, away, shoo away, worm. So that's why I think the Mongolian deathworm, because it, it feels very plausible. Mm. It feels like a creature. It wasn't, the argument was not, is this motherfucker I, real? I'm not saying it is. Okay. I'm saying. But you're saying what, I would like it more because, because it's more likely to be real. It was more likely to be real. And it's called the Mongolian deathworm. What are, are there any um like alternatives like do people say no it's actually this like cuz i'm sure with brendan's there was a lot people of like no a, there was a bird people say it's a bird or a crane a yeah. lot a, a lot of the, the people are saying like oh it's a hallucination but i feel like that's you not you're in the desert you're in the <laughs> desert okay fine but like to have to have the tradition because that's where the story originated is these tribal traditions to have a hallucination become a tradition it just doesn't like how, how do you how do you even get that? How would you hallucinate something that can kill you from six feet away? How do you how does that get back to people enough for people to start believing in it and pass it down verbally? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean hey, people hallucinate about vaccination. A, a death ray. 
Yeah, look at it, man. Look at that death rate shooting. That does look like a real picture. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to ask you the same thing. We're, gonna, yeah. we're getting ready to go back to Brendan for closing statements. I'm going to ask you the same thing. What's the coolest like experience someone is, that you read about or someone has had with that? I love the story world. about... If it's, it's only from like 1990s. Dude, look how metal that is. I know, it looks so cool. See, that has split hoods, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Maybe that's what cloven hoods mean. I, I thought cloven, cloven was the cloven. split, like pigs have the split hooves, and those are Maybe. cloven hooves. Type cloven hoof. Type yeah. cloven okay. hoof, because you know up. that people want the truth. They don't want opinions louder than facts. You're not wrong. Yeah, it's split so hoof. what's the other hoof? What's the other hoof? Just oh, a hoof. A horseshoe? A hoof? Just <laughs> a, hoof. a hoof. Just hoof. Just type in just hoof. Just like a, a horseshoe? No, like a horse. A solid, a solid, yeah, a solid hoof, hoof would be called a. I don't know. So, a solid <laughs> just hoof. Just a hoof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why they specify it differently because you're not supposed to kill things with cloven hooves or or vice versa. Something, something. I think in one of the faiths that is around. Oh, yeah. Uh, kosher. Kosher. Yeah. You can eat the hoof of a you worm, can, but you but you no, can't you, go to heaven if you... I'm pretty sure you can eat cloven-hoofed animals. Ah, okay. And you cannot eat, because that would make sense, because then people would be eating a lot more horse. Okay. So no, this you, is a story you can, from... You can eat. No, this is All debates right. on hooves. Right. Uh, uh, my favorite story, there's many, many good ones about the, the Jersey Devil and how intense and scary the situations are, but I love the idea of, of the camping stories. So like people who go camping in the Pine Barrens, uh, there's a story I found of uh, two campers who uh, went out there to, to search and look around, things like that. They heard this inhuman scream from outside their tent. And of course, uh, they were white. So they went and investigated <laughs> yeah, the sound. They didn't leave. <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they just went and looked for it. Idiots. They found a creature with bright red eyes staring at them like above, like standing six, seven feet tall um, that, that flew away. They actually took casts of the hooves and a, an, a hunter could not identify what, like, it was like, you know, these are, like, too big for goats. Like, there's nothing else that has, like, that cloved, as we understand what cloves are now. Yes, 100%. Hooves, hooves are. Very clear on that. I uh, had no idea what, what exactly this creature was. So Interesting. And I, I love that. I mean, the idea of, like, you're just laying in your camp, like, your tent with your buddy, just, like, all snuggled up. You yeah. Know? And you're like, yeah, it's just cold outside. What we're are we going to do? Where our pants go? What are we going to do next? And then, <laughs> and you're like. I got to go investigate that. <laughs> we better go look into that noise. <laughs> Let's put our pants back on and go check out what's going on outside. Interesting. What about you? So there's a story in my real book. Uh, <laughs> you keep saying that like it's a like it's a good thing. It's a real book. It's published. You, do you know who else has published writings? L. Ron Hubbard. Yes, and he's uh, got a whole religion. <laughs> a correct <laughs> one. How successful he is. He's also dead. Uh, so so this was yeah, yeah you clearly don't oh, know yes. enough about scientology yes. you're right <laughs> yes he's fighting xenu now oh yeah. nice someone knitted one and had a little lego guy eat it or being eaten so there's a story in this how cute it looks cute little guy <laughs> there's a story in this book about uh um really the first guy to write about the death worm he went to mongolia and he talked to the premier of mongolia that's like their president vice president or something He's in the he's a government official. Yeah. And he wanted to meet with anyone in the military, I think, that could talk about it. Anybody who's who's seen it cuz he wanted to go and try and find him. 
And the premiere brought in all these dudes that had either seen it, know somebody who's seen it, or personally survived it. And it was like 20 guys, right? Mm. So this is a government official acknowledging the existence of this creature, bringing in other people that have acknowledged the existence. And I mean, that's right. Like imagine, imagine Mike Pence (laughs) brings in 20 dudes to investigate an earthworm to investigate the Jersey devil. That's crazy, right? I mean, that's yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I do. I understand it. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> do you have any follow-up questions for me? I don't. I don't right now. I might off air. Let's, let's say this, Brendan. And let's say this. Let's it. say this. Just for further art, my argument. Six Flags made a roller coaster about the Jersey Devil. I don't think they made one about the Mongolian. Yeah, but Death what Martin. does a roller coaster look like? A worm. Oh, that might have swayed the whole <laughs> argument. I'm I'm going with Brendan, um, uh, because to me, a, a weird bat, goat, horned devil thing is infinitely cooler than just sort of a worm. <laughs> so, for for now, until I read up on it. Jersey Devil is gonna is gonna take it because just imagery alone it is cooler, and I understand where you're coming from that like the things you can't see the smaller or like more hidden things that are deadly that and that, it's real. Yep. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, then it wouldn't be cryptozoology, would it? No, we just haven't found it yet. Well, then we can say the same thing about Jersey Devil. Yeah, you're right. We we say <laughs> about a. 400 year old mutant baby with wings and hooves. And you know, it doesn't head. just self propagate. Yeah. Yeah. It just shits out another Jersey devil every couple of years. Okay. Let's talk about Sasquatch for a little while, guy. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Let's talk about interdimensional beings and how <laughs> we don't see them reproduce because they go to the other dimension to produce. And then they come back one at a time for scouting purposes. Let's That's dive what, into that. Exactly. We're not crazy. You're crazy. But the most important thing is I win. Brendan won. Jersey yeah. devil. Jersey devil wins it. Thank you both. You're so well, welcome. Well, you have to go to New Jersey now to research. I, and I have to go to Mongolia, which no, is going to be way worse. No, I have a book. It says yeah. It's going to say lies in there. Thank you, thank you so much for letting me win. I hey, appreciate it. I didn't let this you. This was fun. You earned that win. I Stop. Love, I Just love, let him win. I love well, cryptozoology. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of... If you're interested at all in cryptozoology, just type in the word and you will be Dude, inundated with knowledge. You'll find a book from yeah, Where'd you find this? BC. I, I found it at Barnes & Noble's in the like... the. Oh, so it really is old. No. They don't well, sell books in stores anymore. <laughs> So the, the book that we've been referencing this whole time is called The Beasts That Hide from Man, The Search for the Last Undiscovered Animals by we, Carl Shooker. Don't you think that one of those titles would have been enough? Either The Beasts That yes. Hide from Man or The Search for the Last Undiscovered Animals? Well, I think... Picture, the, look at this picture of him with this... Oh, he's a doctor. Creature. Shit. See, I think it's called The Search for the Last Undiscovered Animals, and that's just the subtitle. But Either way, pick one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pick a a lane. Yeah. Anyway, what are we doing next time? Great question. Thank you so much. I had it. I had it. And oh, uh, so I'm going. I'm going with sci-fi TV again. And I know that interesting. This isn't great, but (laughs) good. I'm so excited. I want. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna not assign, but I'm Uh gonna give you guys um, Stargate or Farscape. 
each one of you, you got to pick one. Oh, okay. And convince me to watch it. What? Ooh, ooh. I don't know. I already have an issue. I know issue. there's so much Stargate. There's way more Stargate. So can you... And I've seen the movie. What's the... With Kurt Russell. The, the uh, SG-1 is the SG-1 is the like longest the, one, right? Yeah, yeah, the most quote-unquote popular. So we'll go with SG-1 okay. or Farscape. Okay. Hey. Hi, buddy. Do we have to call it now? Or if you guys want, or you can talk decide about it. off air. We Whichever. can decide off. We'll air. decide off air. Okay, I'm. I nice. mean, that's something. It might be something, honestly, that a lot of our listeners haven't heard of. Farscape for sure, because that was a pretty I, niche one. Yeah, Ooh, man, I'm heard, familiar with both. Yeah, I thought you were talking about RuneScape, the game, for a while. <laughs> should yes. I watch a TV show or should I play RuneScape? <laughs> well, hey everybody, thanks for listening uh, again. I know I said it last week, but. Super glad everybody liked the uh, the episode on Lil Dicky, Mr. Dominic Richard. Wait, what was it? Richard <laughs> Dominic Incognito or, Jr. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't remember which Italian name was first. Baba Ganoush. Uh. <laughs> but super happy you all enjoyed it. Uh, Brendan put a lot of work in on that, so um, it was really nice to hear that that people liked it, which Fair. a lot of people reached out and, and said it. So we got more like that coming for you. Um, so look out because it gets. It gets even weirder. Yeah, but it's not going to be as good, so keep your hopes low. <laughs> well, I would say that's a running theme for all our episodes. Yes, correct. Uh, email us. Find us on uh, at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at debatesontap. You can find us on Instagram at debatesonpictures. Reach out to us. Um, subscribe to us. We're going to be a little bit more active on Spotify because we can make some playlists and stuff. Um, by the time this comes out, I'm just going to put it out in the world. Brendan and Vargas will both have their playlists up. I already have a playlist up on there. Yeah, now you have to. Now you have to do it. I don't. For what? Well, I mean, you don't, but then you look like I was a fool. The, I was looking at the calendar. I was not paying attention. <laughs> Brian's got like a thousand songs on a playlist of like oh, Brian's the songs. things that you reference yeah. in the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to pick like two songs. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Just disappoint people like you did with the worm. <laughs> Your face, his face. Oh. <laughs> I said it. We're from sadness to anger in in point two seconds. Uh, anyway, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, it would help us out a lot. And tell a friend that is the best way to help us out. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Bye.